Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome to another episode of the Chaps Chat Cats, an instant match recap episode um, after Geelong dismantles Hawthorne uh, in their first true clash of the preseason. A whopping 21-12, Jeremy Cameron kicks four, Ollie Henry kicks four, Tyson Stengel kicks three, Ollie Dempsey kicks three, Jack Bowes, a magnificent first half, Tanner Bruin did heavy lifting in the midfield all day, and there's a lot of other stuff to discuss. I'm going to discuss it with the one and only Johnny Larkin. How are you, Johnny, and what were your sort of initial thoughts on the game? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Going well. Um, first initial thoughts was the Cats have picked up where they left off last year. It was a mm. pretty perfect way to really kick off your kick off the preseason and kick off 2023. They looked a little bit, you know, off off the mark early on, but you know that's preseason. That's first game. It's hot. Uh, they weren't really going to go out there from the start and steamrolled a Hawks um, mm. from the get-go. They sort of had to work themselves into it, but tell you what, it, it didn't take long. And once they took control of that game, there was, there's nothing really the Hawks could do. Um, the Hawks looked very, you know, as everyone was saying, inexperienced and it's going to be a long, tough year for them. But tell you what, the Cats, we're not here to talk about the Hawks, we're here to the Cats and... Oh, it was very impressive. Very impressed by all the new recruits. I think each and every single one of them has definitely put the hand up for an opportunity to get in that get uh, round one team. And that, yeah, that just yeah. I think Bose definitely looked the cream of the top early on. But some of the, his positioning um, was fantastic. And when he did get it, he used it extremely well. Um, I don't think he really made many mistakes. And if he did, he sort of was there to try and rectify it straight away. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was going to say, there's a lot of chatter on Twitter about Ollie Henry booting four goals yeah. and, and that sort of thing. And But I, I think the storyline coming out of it is definitely Jack Bowes. Like yeah. he, he was everywhere, particularly first and second periods of play. Um, you know, across sort of half forward, you know, midfield blending into half forward, you know, a couple of times he set up from, you know, an attack from half back. Clever moments of, you know, there was one moment where I think it was, uh, I can't remember who got him the ball, whether it was Myers or someone, you know, ferried the ball out by hand to him at the sort of intersection of forward 50 and the boundary. And instead of going to the goal square, you know, he just cut a really smart kick yep. back across um, to set a teammate up to, to kick the goal. He's just uh, like, he looked sharp. He looked ready to contribute from day one. And and to yep. me, I don't know, Johnny, like it, it wouldn't disappoint or shock me to see him in the lineup come week one he looks like an instant plug and play recruit for the cats absolutely i don't think he can really do much more to really impress the coaches than what he did today all he can mm. do this week is continue this fine form um yeah i would i would be putting him in round one at this this point i think he's proved it enough that he's got the skill he's got the 
team first ideals. He works hard. He gets in absolutely fantastic positions and can work mm. with teammates extremely well. Um, yeah, I think I think he's a nearly dead set lock to be in that team round one. And you know, a good um, mid, another good midfielder such forward to yeah, no help replace to Joel Selwood that that the cat's got to miss. Yeah, well, that that's kind of like no one's going to replace Joel Selwood, but but no. as as we said that 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 load's going to be split around a number of uh, a number of players. Just his ability to just I don't know make really good decisions. There were so many times where it was his disposal that led you know to the link up for a goal. He was just clean yep. by foot by hand. Um, just really, really good stuff from Jack Bowes. Uh, yeah. Some, Tanner Brun as well, I, I thought, say like. Very Selwood-like moments from Jack Bowes as well, I thought. The way he's able to, as I said, to get himself in good positions and then kick it into the leading forwards. Mm. I thought, there's some Selwood about him. The fast hands was what yes. amazed me pretty much about the whole team. Like the, the ball movement by hand hearkened so much back to the, the, you know, the winning streak from last year where it was just like, <laughs> if you blink, if you blinked, you miss it, you know, Brian Myers and players like that. Um, what did you think about like the, the general hunger of the team? Like we, the, the cats looked on, from very early, like really the only blemish I would have said early on in the first quarter was that we struggled a little bit to move it out of the back 50. But once we got over that, there was no looking back. Like the, Geelong looked sharp. They looked sharp, but they also looked like they were going at about half pace at most of the time. And they're still able mm. to just overhaul, overhaul the Hawks so easily. Like there was moments where mm. they, they didn't really chase as hard as they normally would in the normal season and you know they can chase a lot harder than what they were they can play a lot harder than what they were and they're still able to just dominate which is some fantastic signs for the season ahead that even when they're going half pace they've still got plenty of skill plenty of you know experience and knowledge of the game that species positions they get into worries their opponents, worries them a lot and makes them make mistakes. So I think the Cats are primed really well. The off-season obviously being extremely well worked. And mm. tell you what, I don't think, unless something drastic happens during the season, I think the Cats are going to have a pretty solid year yet again. And, you know, yes, it's pre-season, but tell you what, the hopes... The hopes have not been dashed about this Cats team. They've still got a lot in them and these young guys coming in, they've just added a lot mm. of more skill and more ceiling to the team. Yeah, ab absolutely. Um, as I said, Tanner Bruin did yeah. good work. Um, there was one moment, I would say, just a bit of a downside where he probably he blazed away when he actually had Brad Close clean through over the top yeah. and he just... Got to get a bit of that GWS Giants out of him yet. Um, Definitely. But I'm pretty sure Close would have gone straight to him and gone, you know, use them eyes. You've got eyes, use them. Mm. 
Yeah, but, but apart from that, like I thought he did good work like around the stoppages. We saw a bit of Tom Atkins in the in the second half. Um like there's a lot of those. We didn't see any Mitch Duncan. Um obviously yeah, no he was Tom Hawkins. Out of the side. Yeah, yeah. Um I, I liked seeing Jack Henry up forward. I think I still yep. think that that's what we're gonna see come week one. I, I think it's gonna like- be Jack Henry up forward. In place of yeah. Hawkins. Yeah, I like that. I liked the way he was able to play up forward and then also mm. sort of swing back a bit. Also, like Ollie Henry. It would be mm. interesting to see Ollie Henry and Jack Henry in that forward line. I think they they worked well when they were in the forward line together. It wasn't a long period, a long time. I think it was only like half mm. a period they were sort of in that forward line together. But they worked well. And, yeah, I, I like Jack Henry up forward i think he you know he's really good in with the intercepting mark in defense and when he can mark in defensive um form Mm. it's there's no real difference from taking a mark inside 50. you just gotta you know kick it straight uh, um and he's still got a very good kick and yeah i like it as well i think he'll do well well they even already has um well, that's what I mean. That's that that yeah. That that's why I think you know it makes so much sense to put him up in he, like he's performed that role already for the Cats. Like yeah. it seems like Radagalia is pretty settled now into a role down back. He took three really good intercept marks in the first quarter. Fantastic. What did you sort of think of of the flashes we got to see of Rat? Because let's be honest, it wasn't down his end of the field much. Yeah, he was looking solid. The hands were looking. Very strong. Um, nothing seemed to have rattled him too much. Mm. Slotted in with uh, um, SDK and the rest extremely well. And if he continue can play like that during the season, I think he'll find a very he'll find his spot in the team pretty much from round one. Um, yeah, he's he was looking looking a lot stronger, looking a lot more sure in himself and his ability. Um, yeah, mm. I just thought he looked he looked confident. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I think down back does suit him well. Uh, he's, you know, he's got good hands. He's able to sort of leap at the ball. I, I like him down there, especially with the ability of having guys around him like Stewart to sort of help him yeah. develop into that role. I, I, I like. I don't think, you know, he's necessarily going to be the player that's starting there in 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 week one. I think it's. Uh, I guess it depends on the balance of the side. Like may, maybe yeah. someone like him could come in if it's going to help free up Jack Henry to move forward so he can keep Blixarves playing his normal role. But I, I thought the signs the signs were good. Um, yeah. What did you think, Johnny, of um, – who was I going to talk about here? I thought Cameron looked, you know, Jeremy Cameron yeah. is – Here's Jeremy Cameron. Stengel. Stengel was the one I thought, Stengel. Johnny, that yep. he was incredible. Like his his touch below the knees and just his ability to weave through traffic. He looks like it's just going to be, you know, same again. Rinse and repeat. Same again and just fantastic. He was looking perfect. Um, hard to really describe it any other way. He was running along the ground at full pace, was able to lay some good tackles, do some really good taps, tap work 
to other players and then still followed it up with some really nice goals. I think the one mm. when he was heading like towards the boundary was just spectacular. That was a fantastic oh, goal. But yes, that was the one like that he curled back. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's he's looking f- like fine wine, just getting better with age and better with each season that goes by. And I was thinking during the off season if he can continue on like he did last year. Doesn't even have to be as good as last year, but if he continues on like he did, then he's going to have a outstanding year. And from this practice match, it's looking like he could have a better year than last year. But the way he was running along that ground and following it up and hitting up teammates, moving up the ground a lot higher mm-hmm. as well. It just yeah, he just looks in prime condition, prime form, and. Full of confidence. It's hard to, yeah. I think the whole team was just full of big confidence after last year's premiership and just over outplayed the Hawks. Yeah, and and like I said, it really wasn't much of a, a contest after the first, say, 10, 15 minutes of the no. game. The Cats just totally took over. Hawthorne rarely applied much pressure. So I don't think it's, you know, I, I guess the thing you can gauge from it is that Geelong don't look like they're going to sort of rest on their laurels. If there was any sort of question about, you know, how's the motivation going to be? Are they going to come out sharp? Are they going to look slow or languid coming out of the gate? Doesn't look like it. And I would say, Johnny, even in this match, you probably saw the new crop of players really leading that drive. Bose, Bruin, um, you know, the the younger guys like Ollie Dempsey, Max Holmes. What do you think about Max Holmes lining up at a few center bounces and very almost... um, Patrick Dangerfield-esque bursting out of the clearances to launch it forward. Oh, so good. So good to see him back in the side and running like he does. Mm. And, yeah, going in that for uh, centre bounce was interesting, I thought. Interesting move. Um, obviously, it's the time to do it to try out his out new roles for him. But he looked he took to it like a duck to water, just fine, mm. um, I think. I think if he's put in there, he'll cope extremely well and... We know he's got the speed, so if he can, you know, sp- crash through a pack, grab the ball, he could be out before anyone knows it and kicking it inside 50. The Cameron, Hawkins, one of the Henrys, he could be really damaging from the centre bounces mm. if, if he gets a good run and clear, can clear mm. a par. He could be, I know Dangerfield's already said he could be like the next Chris Judd type player. And from seeing small glimpses of the centre, yeah, I could see where Dangerfield's coming from. Because if he gets opportunities to do what he did today and create, like just go through players and through um, packs at his speed, um, he's mm. going to do some very fucking damaging work. And we know he's got a good kick and he's very team orientated. So. And can't see the harm in chucking him in a set of bounce here and there. Yeah, definitely. It, it looks like Stanley, like we didn't see any of Conway in this, in, in at least in the AFL listed portion. Got a slight injury or something. There's something keeping him out. Okay. Because, yeah, no, it was, it was predominantly Reese Stanley to start and then um, Segler sort of took over for the second half of it. So you'd assume... It's going to be Stanley, uh, Stanley's job 
again, which is which is you know fine. Fun. You know, Stanley did a really good job last year. Blixar's the, the, the sort of feeling I had coming away from the game, Johnny, was basically like you could see enough. Essentially, the established players did what they do, um, but they they did it definitely in sort of like maybe second gear for most of the yep. game. And then the younger crop, the new crop of players, um, probably they they revved it up to third or fourth gear more so um, than the experienced players. One Sorry. player I, I think, you know, like it's going to be a real push for spots in this side. I'm... I don't know, like not to, uh, not trying to be negative, but just realistic. Sam Minigola to me is a guy who I don't think is going to necessarily find himself in the starting lineup with a great deal of consistency this season. If you think even, even amongst that lineup of players today, and then you think you've got Mitch Duncan to come back. And in some ways he was playing a bit of a Mitch Duncan role sort of across halfback, you know, yeah. today. I don't know. Like I just, I just get the feeling that maybe Sam Menegola's best football is 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 not happening in twenty twenty three. And like I said, he's still an incredible player to have in your squad, um, and, and adds incredible depth. But I just wonder if players like. Jack Bowes are going to make it so that it's it's hard for Menegola to 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 win a regular spot back. What, what do you where are you at with that? Yeah, pretty much the same same spot. Um, sort of thinking that last year as well. I know he was a bit injured last year, but when he was in this in the team, he just wasn't playing his usual top shelf self. You know, he's making a few mistakes, overturning in some. Not so ideal positions, um, and yeah, it sort of still doesn't look hundred percent right out there. Still, sort of trying to find yeah. his feet, and yeah, it's going to be tough when you do have Jack Bowes, Tanner Bruin coming in, Ollie Henry, um, Mitch even Duncan Ollie Dempsey, to come back. Mitch Duncan to come back. It's he's going to find it really tough to keep his spot. Um, hopefully, as you said, maybe he's just in that second gear. At the moment, and he hasn't really kicked into mm. his top stuff yet, which you know hopefully is true. And hopefully, next week he comes out a bit harder, a bit stronger, and does you know prove that he's still a valuable asset to the team. Um, he did some good things. I like the, his last kick to um, Brian Myers along the boundary. That was a very nice pass. So he's still got his mm. kicking ability. It's sort of just a rest. Can he continue at the highest level that he needs to? But time will tell. And I think we'll still see him in a few games, but I think similar mm. to last year, sort of come in when it's necessary. And, yeah, it's, he's going to find it hard to cement his spot from yeah, this um, it's just such a game anyway. Yeah, and I guess too, it's just that thing of like, I guess this preseason game for me was a continuation of what we saw last year. I just didn't feel like it was ever a true fit with the, with the style they played last year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just just got the feeling this was this was kind of like for like the 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 yeah. the, the Menegola we saw here was kind of the Menegola we saw in limited action last year. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm just interested to see who. 
who falls out. I mean, the other guy, you know, who's probably, you know, like Gary Rowan wasn't in today. So you had no yeah. Gary Rowan, you had no Tom Hawkins, no Shannon Neal, not, you know, and, and Neal would be competing at the fringe of the, of the starters. You know, it's not like he's a, yeah. he's not guaranteed a spot, you know, no Mitch Duncan. So a number of players out and there's just not room for everyone. So man, no, it's, what a problem to have the depth that the cats have. What an absolute problem to have. You wouldn't want it any other way. And mm. tell you what, these new recruits and the draftees, they're going to be, the way they're playing today is going to be a massive fight to keep your spot in that team. Mm. Like every player is going to have to play at their absolute best week in, week out to make sure their spot's secure because Jack Bowes is... You know, proved he's more than ready to play the cat's way. Tanner Bruin showed enough to go, yep, I'm ready to play the cat's way as well and have him in an impact. Ollie Henry, four goals in the preseason and looked really good. He could have had five or six goals easily mm. and taken a lot, a few more marks. Um, Ollie Dempsey, he, even he was, he looked like he's bulked up and was looking stronger, did some really fantastic stuff in that forward line and along the wing. So every player that was out there has really put their hand up going, I'm ready for round one. And it's, you know, they're not all going to fit in and it's going to be, I think next week again, will be very similar. They're all going to play at the absolute best. It's going to be a lot tougher against Brisbane, but I think that's what you want. You want a good hard preseason matchup to really see where these new recruits are at, see where the draftees are at and really put pressure on all the senior guys and the team, the guys that are, we know that are going to be in the 22. They want to have some pressure on them from these new guys to say, you can't rest up just because you won the premiership last year. You still can't just go, that was satisfying. We can cruise through this year because if you start cruising, you're going to be out of this team. Yeah, and like I was pretty shocked, honestly, at, I don't know, just how, I don't know, how effortless the Hawks looked today. And, you know, it made me wonder, like, yeah. once once it was clear that they were going to be outclassed, did the effort levels just totally die for them and they just put the queue in the rack? Yeah. I thought John Newcomb was one of the few who really probably did dip in and have a real go. At it, it 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 really did feel much like the grand final last year. It was just Geelong running on top of the ground, like it, it reached yeah. level high levels of cats like smart arsery early. <laughs> there was a ball that came in, you know, and and Cameron was in a contested mark. Instead of going for the mark, he flicked it over the back to to Henry, I think it was who who got it on to. I, I can't remember who, who kicked the goal. Dempsey, there was just so many moments like that, like from a relatively early point, just players flicking the ball on to keep the attack moving. Yep. Um, and and all just, of the uh, sort of the, the extra effort pressure act that came, and there weren't that many of them. It was all Geelong. It was, it was Geelong players throwing their body in. Um, the, the few occasions where that happened, it, it, it was all cats. Yeah, it was all cats and... 
if yeah, I think the Hawthorne coaching panel should be and rightfully should be really disappointed in that effort. I know it's I know it's coming against the premiers, the cats, and the cats were playing extremely well, but you could still like uh, you still like to see a team do a bit more and a bit more pressure. But as have I said, it's tough. Have a go, but it's you sort of saw them having a go, but the cats were just able to sidestep the players so easily, just use their skill, their composure. Everything about the cats was just on another level compared to Hawthorne, and they just had no answer. And yeah, disappointing. Um, for the Hawks, and I think they'll definitely want to show more next practice match before the season starts. Otherwise, it's it's going to be a pretty sad, sorry year for the Hawks. But oh well, that's their problem. That's what happens when you get rid of your key experienced guys, move them on, um, because. With other teams get that experience and improve a lot quicker, like the Cats have with Smith and Segler. Mm. But yeah, the Cats just—it was just effortless, wasn't it? Especially Cameron. I've never seen Cameron kick four goals and look like he was just having a casual walk, having a kick to kick in his backyard or the park. Mm. Yeah, like it happened. It happened so so easily there was there was really not much of a challenge after probably halfway through the first quarter really it was it was just yeah. all cats from there they really motored hawks got a bunch of i think um uh was it arge tweeted at me that there was probably four hawthorne goals that all resulted from from free kicks inside the 50 um so if you take that out and i mean let's face it you know geelong had some free kick goals as well so you know you take one out, you might as well take the other. But regardless, whether you take them out, you put them in, it was a thrashing. It was just one-way traffic most of the afternoon. Um, just thinking about that midfield, like Atkins, uh, Dangerfield, like they didn't get a lot of time. Didn't think Cam Guthrie got a heap of time. They were just sort of sprinkled in throughout yeah. the match. So I don't know. I, I think there's an opportunity there for Bruin for Bows in that to take on that Selwood spot. I'm with you. I don't think it'll be Jai Clark in week one. I think they're going to let him have his time to develop because you don't have to rush him in. So no, um, he showed good any promise. Sort of luck. Zach Guthrie, another one. I thought looked, Zach Guthrie looks good. Yeah, he looked good. Look, Didn't like play dashing. a whole lot. Mm. I, like I kept getting core... him confused with Ollie Dempsey. Yes. He, his his yeah. hair's longer. It's very similar. Uh, well, yeah, it's sometimes hard to know who's who. But um, um, yeah, there's sort of that core core group. That core midfield group really didn't play a lot of time, which is fair enough. You want, you know, your Jai Clarks, your Tanner Braun and Jack Bowes to strut their stuff, Ollie Dempsey as well. So I thought it was well managed by the Cats, the way they're able to just to rotate the senior mm. guys in with the younger guys and still perform at the level they did is bloody promising to still yeah play like they played last year with very limited time from Guthrie, Dangerfield, um, Atkins, Holmes, Parford as well. So it's, mm. it's all looking up for the Cats. 
yeah, there's no other way to really say it. It is, it is really all looking up. It's, it's not every, every year, you know, you just get to add more strings to your bow. Um, crazy, crazy to think the players have got to come back and, and you, know, you got to keep managing health too. That was one thing yeah. I was, I was kind of surprised. I don't know about you, but like four 30 minute quarters, I, I felt like probably 20 minutes, four rough. 20 minute quarters would have done it. Especially, Especially with the lopsided heat. nature of it. Yeah, the heat and the just, it, it turned into a bit of a laugher probably, you know, halfway through the game. Um, and yeah, and I, just, really. I was surprised, honestly, in the, in the, Me in too. these, this era of player health management. I thought it might have just been a 20 minute quarter sort of job. But anyway, um, that's all sort of the thoughts I have. I think. I'll be interested to see the the makeup of the midfield. Who would you pick, John? Let let's do. Let me put it this way: I, I yep. think Gary Rowan gets, you know, one of those forward spots back. Definitely. You know, if he's healthy. So so really, I think it's just Hawkins up forward that you're replacing. And I, I personally probably like to see Jack Henry slot forward. Don't know about you. Yeah, um, I think Jack Henry would. Work well up forward. So does that then mean say say this Henry? Uh, sorry, so Hawkins goes out in week one, as we know will happen. Henry yeah. just slots from down back to up forward. Bose and Brune can then both be in the side because Brune would come in. Uh, Brune or Bose would come in for the spot normally reserved for Selwood. And yep. the other one comes in for Haw- Hawkins, who misses, you know, because you've moved yeah. one Henry. up for you know, you've moved Henry up forward. I guess it depends how the makeup of that backfield that that back line is, because you would normally be playing Henry Stewart and DeConing down back. Do you need to bring yeah. in a defender like Radagalia to play down back? Um to free up Blixarves. But the problem is with round one um, that's against Collingwood, they don't really have that two big tall forwards. So it may be a bit of a big risk to bring in the big rat because he he will be a big playing that big tall forward. He'll be good against like the mm. like Melbourne um Western Bulldogs probably as well. Um who else has got some tools? Like Brisbane Lions, I feel like he'd be more suited to because yeah. Colin sort of got that more small, quick forward line. So I think, yeah, I think mm. Bruin, Bose, and move Jack Henry up forward would work. Um, but also... Just, j- Johnny, Johnny, Cap- before we go on, just got some breaking news here. Geelong's Jack Henry has suffered a foot injury. The oh, same injury he, he missed eight games with last year, didn't return after half time. Um, which I assumed was just due to, you know, to to management, load management. But um, they're saying they're going to have it assessed in coming days. This is off Mitch Cleary and 7 News Melbourne on Twitter. So there you go. Maybe that does open a door for Ollie Henry to come in then. Yeah, that's... I don't know. That's uh, mightily disappointing. Better to happen at this end of the year, John. That's what I said Absolutely. to someone the other day. Better to have, get your injuries out the way now. <laughs> yeah. Because if it's now, what is it? It's still 
what, uh, just under four weeks before the season starts proper. If it's not too serious, you could be back in time for round one. It all depends. But Ollie Henry definitely showed, showed enough to, you know, roar into his spot in that forward line if, um, for Hawkins if Jack isn't right. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. I see. You know, they they rolled um. They rolled Sam DeConing up forward for a bit as well. He looked was, good. Yeah, not you could tell it's one of those things. Not as natural a position for him as it is for Jack no. Henry, but but nice to experiment. Um, maybe that maybe it makes sense now. That's what happened after half time. I didn't think it about it then. No. So, Me neither. Yeah. All right, Johnny, I reckon that'll do us for now. We'll be back in your ear holes um, on probably Monday night or Tuesday, depending on when we get to it. Um, Lots to talk about a few weeks out from the season. Uh, So thanks to everybody who has tuned in for this episode. If you want to join the Patreon subscription service, make sure you go on over to the Chaps Patreon uh, because come the season proper, some episodes... There's going to be at least one a week that's up for everybody for free access, but some of those episodes will start going onto Patreon only. So thanks to everyone who already supports that. Thanks to everyone who's listened. Uh, And until next time, go Cats. Go Cats.